Oh, you already put the song in? And hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of In Between Gods with Andy Liston. I am he, him. I'm That's me. I'm Andy Liston. Hello. Welcome, um, welcome back to the show. We had a great interview last week with my good friend Cooper Brown, um, student body president of the University of Florida. It was really, if you haven't checked out that episode, just go go check it out. It's, it's a... It's a good interview. He's a good guy, so that's that's good. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. As you know, I've been covering the uh, end of the world for over a year and almost a half now, and there's just a bunch of shit. It seems like every time I have a new episode of this this podcast, I'm talking about something different that's going to be the end of the world. Like I've jumped around for. I'm not even going to talk about all the trees on fire this week. Like I'm not even going to bring up climate change. Um, we got fucking the Pandora Papers, which are like, you know, that's apparently bad. And then um, the United States is about to default on their debt for the first time uh, ever in in history, and and that's bad. Um, and then Facebook and Instagram were down for like seven hours and that was fucking the worst. Like that was, that fucking sucked. Facebook and Instagram were down yesterday and I kept being like, how am I gonna see what open mics are tonight on my Facebook, on my Orlando comedy page? How am I gonna watch people comment and and not get spots? How am I gonna comment and not get spots? You know what I mean? Like it's... It was weird because, like, I I recognized it. And, of course, I'm not referencing that anybody doesn't know about. Every single person that listens to this show has Facebook or Instagram. Or if you don't, then you're probably going to live a lot longer than the rest of us when we all catch on fire. There I am talking about the burning trees again. All right. So Facebook and Instagram were down yesterday. There was a lot of people saying a lot of shit. Uh, someone tweeted, like, a picture of, like, binary like, I don't know, you're a computer guy, someone, uh, Ian's, I'm back with Ian today, Ian Stevenson, our, our lovely producer, and thank you for coming. Of course. Um, you know stuff on, with keyboards, and so, like, this, um, this, this, someone put out on Twitter, like, this thing that got, like, 116k, last time I checked last night, 116k likes and 95,000 retweets, and it was literally just binary on a black screen. Binary yeah, 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 yeah. And zeros? Yeah, and, and um, fucking, Jesus Christ, they just tweeted out, like, Facebook isn't down, it's gone, someone took out all the root coding for it, and I'm like, dude, What? It's if you want to go to this tweet, it's about it's embedded under about a hundred tweets about um, 
just promotion that their last hundred tweets, which is like a hundred, like a tweet every five minutes there. It's the same tweet. It goes need major label submissions. Major labels are looking for music and beats for deal placements, movies, TV, and video game. Just one video, just one video game period, uh, space DM us for information period space guaranteed listening period space guaranteed feedback period space all caps do not dm links they sound like they would actually be a pretty effective partner for in between gods with these fucking it's it's literally hundreds and hundreds of tweets that are i'm going back right now eight hours ago and i've just been flipping my hand through this thing um they they literally said oh man it was oh but dude why 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 like i'm literally scrolling through that tweet, and then it has a picture of like RCA, Def Jam, Atlantic, Prime Video, Netflix, Hulu, Rock. These are just they. Someone took pictures of labels and put them on a pic on a black background and said major label submissions. So you're gonna send a tape to these people that they're gonna fucking deny? Is that and so these are the people that everyone's getting their information from when Facebook and Instagram are down. People are like, Facebook's dangerous. Facebook's, you know, corrupting the. At least they're not fucking this guy. At least it's it's at Benjamin Einfield, and that's spelled Benjamin the regular way. I don't know how you fucking spell it. Einfield, E N F I E, no, E N F I E L D. I never knew how to spell field in school. I still don't now. Ein, E-N, and then field like however the fuck it's spelled. I'm still scrolling. I'm still, again, this was yesterday when Instagram was down for seven hours. I'm still scrolling. Oh, here we go. So, so, comma, someone, I'm at the tweet, by the way. So, someone deleted large sections of the routing. That doesn't mean Facebook is just down. From the looks of it, that means Facebook is gone. And then it's this. Like, look at that. Tell me what you see. You're a computer science guy. It's just, it's numbers. It's a page full of numbers. And 209,000 people liked it. They were like, oh my God, I have to accept this as fact. 195,000 people retweeted. 195,000 people said, my main source of news is down. This is the news on the news. And we're like satisfied with that. And then Facebook comes back up and they're like, Oh, I guess it was. They right. rebuilt Facebook that fast? They rebuilt it in the time it took to watch The Social Network three times? I don't know. That was a long fucking movie. You could still access Facebook. That's, the no, entire you, time it just wasn't working. Not for me. Oh, really? You well, could access I, Facebook and it just wasn't loading. I didn't have any of the links open on my phone. Yeah. I like would go to Facebook.com and be like, page cannot be found. Mm-hmm. It was weird for me. But I, I did have Instagram up, and it was literally just like the last instagram posts mm-hmm. that was up there all the, all the same day and then like all the same stories yeah. and i i realized after like three hours of this outage this worldwide pandemic of internet having funness that fucking i hadn't even watched the first post that was that was on my instagram when it was down i just kept checking it being like where's the new stuff i hadn't even watched what was on there i had a good three minutes and then i was caught up it's you know a hundred and ninety-five thousand people were like, "Facebook stop." And I, I bet a lot of those people were not QAnon people either. 
But they're just regular fucking people that are like, wow, this guy knows fucking computer numbers? Yeah. Look at that Matrix screen. Like, I don't understand it, but he definitely So does. fucking stupid, man. God damn it, dude. Like, God, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I'm sick to my fucking stomach about this. It's, it's, I mean, it was... They're just, they're just quick to find a, you know, a cause for it. So they're just like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Because he says it makes sense. It's because... The same thing with people, um, you know... Wiping their ass with a mask and, like, coughing into babies' mouths or something. Um, it's the same shit. You're not an authority on Facebook. You know who's an authority on Facebook? The person that, you know, has probably the most to do with Facebook right now, other than Mark Zuckerberg or David Cho, who, like, painted them a mural in, like, 2005 and then now has, like, $85 billion. He's just walking around warehouses with buckets of paint and throwing them. He's like, I'm an experimental artist. You're a douche. Like, you're you're a douche. Fucking, um, her name is Frances Hogan, and it's spelled F R A N C E S, not I S H A U G E N. Uh, if you want to look her up, that's, I mean, you probably, you probably haven't heard about it on Facebook, but there's, you know, a whistleblower going on on Facebook right now where this woman has collected tens of thousands of documents over months and months, photocopied them, saved them for herself. Uh, over Facebook's analytics department and them choosing to, you know, go for ad revenue instead of, you know, saving 13-year-olds who are about to tie cinder blocks to their feet and then, you know, jump off the 20-meter dive or, what, like, whatever's at their public pool. I don't know what kind of public pool you guys have, but I'm sure you guys have at least seen a 13-year-old tie cinder blocks to their feet and drown themselves. Everyone's seen that. Um, they've had that data for a while, and she's like, hey, they, they were taking profits over, you know, kids killing themselves and, and people with eating disorders and depression on both Facebook and Instagram, and they knew it. Who else knew it? Me. I talked about this shit two weeks ago. No one gave me a fucking Senate hearing. I didn't have to talk to any elected official. If you want to go back two weeks, I did a whole talk about Jonathan Haidt's research at the University of fucking what? Like Cornell or some shit? Not even a real Ivy. Um, but yeah, I'm ahead of the curve. That's just me. That's just me bragging. Um, but I'm watching these hearings today about the whistleblowing, and I'm seeing you know Senator Ed Markey from Massachusetts talking and giving her these questions, so saying like just reaffirming everything you've already heard this reported. And I'm hearing him call her a hero, like I'm like a hero. Which I mean, what she did is inherently good, correct? Inherently good. It's a good thing that evil on a systemic level, in an entire other world apart from reality that is affecting people in their real lives uh, as young as 10 years old. It's good that that's, you know, that she did that. But when a senator is calling her a hero and then Edward Snowden and Chelsea Manning, like, can't come to America, like, because they whistle blew on fucking the United States government and, like, the, the intelligence community, like, that's bad. They're not heroes, right? They're not heroes. They exposed... This is what I hate. And this is what a lot of people don't fucking get. She, you're a hero when you've broken up private industry and it makes the government look good. Like they can pivot and make amendments and now they have to do something. So they throw in their own fucking addendums in the bylines of whatever documents they're writing that say, hey, this person's going to get a contract also in here and we're going to... It's apparently like Amendment 230 in the fucking uh, social media guidelines, articles of whatever 
whatever fucking laws and amendments we have or charters or I don't even know the words at this point. It's so stupid. Like they're just going to have to reamend it and then 100 people, maybe 500 people are going to make a bunch of money because they changed laws and then they appeased the wills of some of their private donors. Um the whole thing's fucked. And we can tie that into the Panama Papers, which is like also a thing that came out this week. And that's bad. You know, I already said it was bad, but like it is bad, right? Apparently, like, you know, Vladimir Putin's mistress is, has a net worth of $100 million. Good for fucking her. Good for her. I'm mad at m- m- the majority of the people on the Pandora Papers because, I mean, like, we all know. Like, this, I mean, as much as. The Pandora Papers exposed. What did it really teach us other than that, like, our gut instinct about all the evil people that run the world through cabals and weapons manufacturing and import? Like, we know they're bad, right? And now we know they're bad. And guess what's going to change? Nothing. The bad people are in charge. That's This is not a communist podcast, by the way. This is just like, hey, don't kill me for saying this stuff. This is comedy, right? Um, but, you know, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wait until a real journalist fucking do this job and fucking, you know, know what's going on and understand and give me the facts, and then I'm gonna write it up or fucking say words about it, and then now I'm a journalist because that's all f- fucking journalism is now is people on Vulture just writing about. Kim Kardashian was at the beach today, and Rob was there, and Rob's fucking fat, so he hides. Rob's a recluse. They're all like, reclusive Rob raids the beach with his beautiful sisters while he remains fat. Like, it's, there's no real journalism left today. There's no integrity. And this is a point that I've tried to make before, but I really uh, made it cogent in my mind. We as a society, and I'm not talking about other countries, I'm talking about American people today have lost any semblance of accountability and responsibility to their other humans. Why? We become burdened with uh, a labor market that's unstable, supply chains about to collapse. I mean, that's not even one of the points. But we, we're so indebted to paying our taxes on time, getting these landlords their right things and filing these right things. Everyone's fucking suing everybody. Why does everyone feel like they have to go be in an episode of Boston Legal all the time? Just handle it with your fucking, I don't know, your words. Not in court. Don't try to sue your neighbor for $20 million because they mowed your lawn a little bit. You know, it, it doesn't make sense. And we, we have become unaccountable as a nation. And our fucking government has been unaccounted, you know, unaccounting 10. See, I can't even say it because I don't even know. They didn't even teach me shit in school. This public school system is so fucking bad. Uh, we're about to default on our debt. Which is the this is will be the first time that the United States has ever done it, and it's happening because one side uh, is not going to let the other side expand the debt to December, and they're doing it because they don't have enough uh, of the things that they want and the money they want to put that we don't even have into things that they like. And I'm not going to name sides here, but on that side, those people are holding those people hostage and. You know, on the same note, the other people are holding these people hostage by not giving them enough concessions. Some people are presenting ideas and they're in their mid-30s and they're standing in the Senate chamber and they're like, hey, 
we're going to end eating meat by 2023. And then some people are like, if you don't let me shoot deer in my backyard and fucking eat them, I'll shoot you before you can take my guns. Like, it's, it's fucking, it's insane. It's insane. And we're defaulting on our debt. Somehow... Facebook and Instagram is a larger story than than the hundreds of fucking world leaders just out out here, you know, def- defaulting on their own debt in the Pandora Papers. I'm not making much sense right now, but you're going to get the gist, okay? We as a nation have lacked responsibility, and so have our elected leaders. That's just it. I'm not running for any position. This is a comedy podcast. But when Facebook and Instagram being down is worse to the average American than, I don't know, our whole entire country just uh, not being able to pay its tremendous debt that we've tripled in the last like 18 years, that's kind of bad. Right? Like that's bad. Like that's like that's not like that's not great, right? But shout out to my hero, Francis Hogan who's a hero for being a whistleblower, unlike Edward Snowden and Chelsea May. Where is Gary Webb, by the way? The guy that, you know, the journalist that, you know, did the Panama Papers and then he put fucking two bullets in his brain? He killed himself by suicide by shooting himself twice in the head? Where's Gary Webb? I'd like to know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm caught up. Kill me. Fucking kill me, Clintons. Bushes. Someone nuke me. Literally, someone nuke me before someone elects me to be, like, the water and sewage, you know, com- like, county chairman of some random city in Idaho. Kill me. It's fucking... I, I'm too far beyond it. Elon Musk and Grimes broke up, which is, like, okay, I guess. Then Grimes did that thing where she went out in, uh, like, a fashion like full suit inspired by the movie Dune. She's literally like, okay, she breaks up with Elon Musk and she's like, guys, I'm back on your team now. Again, I've mentioned this on the show. This is a woman who cosplayed in a crack house as crackheads landlords in Ontario pretending to struggle. She is a rich child who became the landlord of a unit and then claimed to be a crackhead in a crack house. She owned and operated the crack house to, I don't know, sharpen her aesthetic as a fucking like hills have eyes character i don't even know bro like it doesn't make sense and now she's like there's the pictures you guys have seen the pictures she's reading the communist manifesto the most basic piece of communist literature by the way if you're still on the communist manifesto 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 go fuck yourself you know what i mean read something else If you don't get the gist of the Communist Manifesto, you're probably not on Twitter. And that means that yesterday you weren't on Facebook and Instagram. And I feel sorry for you because you're actually going to have meaning and purpose in your life. And you're not going to realize that fucking Elon Musk's robots are going to march in to your town in like three weeks. How how much more evil do you think Elon's going to get from break? Him and Grimes break up. She's literally she and then she tweeted. And she blamed it. She's like, oh, my PR person is crazy. So it's your PR person? Regardless of whether it's your PR person or not, you did a stunt as a, you know, a brand crossover to make you money reading a book about communism, reading the the communist Bible, all the while you were married to actually Lex Luthor for like three fucking years. 
You can't switch side. No one switched sides that fast ever, except for Charlie Crist, who I guess is our next best bet for governor in Florida. Charlie Crist, Republican who's now a Democrat, fighting for us. Fucking orange piece of... Oh, my God. It's becoming too much, folks. It's becoming a little bit too much. Squid Games. Squid Games. Number one in 90 countries on Netflix. I haven't seen it, but I have TikTok, so I've seen like probably 90 minutes of the entire series. Yeah, I get the gist. They have to eat a cookie the right way. If you if you eat like me, you can eat a cookie the right way any day of the week. Give me a fucking umbrella. I don't give a shit. I'll eat right through that thing. I'll eat the whole thing. I'll put the whole thing in my mouth, and I'll just suck on it. You know what I would do? I would just suck on the outside until... I would have lost Squid Games on the red light, green light. But if you gave me the cookie one first, it would be... Because if I was in the red light, green light game, I would just like... I'm too top heavy. Like, I've lost weight, but there's still like... Stuff hanging out in front of me. You know, like there's meat in front of me. In front of my body. Probably. Or it would just be moving on its own. You know how like your tongue always moves in your mouth? No matter how you position it. Like, even open or close. Like, your tongue is always moving. Like, look at this. I'm trying to keep my tongue still. It was still kind of moving a little bit, right? Yeah, your tongue's moving. It's bullshit. Yeah, right now we're it's just two dudes in my bedroom just <laughs> looking at each other's tongues move. Let me see. <laughs> and, you know, that's how I my the fat on the front of my body feels whenever I'm running. Um, what, what, what are we at time-wise? 21. 21? Yeah. Oh, man. There's so much stuff. I want to give a quick shout-out to my friend Michael Good. Um, he's, like, the first comedian that I met that was like, sign up for this stuff, man. And uh, he's doing well in New York. He just got fired from his temp job. I don't know if this is stealing content, but <laughs> but he got fired from his temp job for having a comedy podcast. Hey, whoever was hiring him, fuck you. And also, I'm available. Also, hire me for a temp job. I don't care. I don't even want the permanent job. If you can just hire me temporarily while I'm still allowed to have this podcast, thank you. Like, please do that. I'm sorry, Michael. But, like, also, shout out to you, Michael. You're a fucking good guy that you'll land on your feet in a mechanic shop somewhere someday. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You'll do fine. Uh, the job market is getting more and more precocious, you know? right it's the the hiring managers are like we can't hire just anybody well you have and you can you are just anybody fuck face and you fucking worked as a wage slave for the last couple of years and now your middle management making what you think is a good salary guess what you're single in 29 okay wait till you have another person that has to live with you you have to buy groceries for two people what if you have a kid on accident you're 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 uh what, what's it called not cost of living but like you're your level of expense, nah, fuck, it's um, a your lifestyle, mm -hmm. your lifestyle that you're accustomed to. It took me way too long to phrase that, and I've lost the thought. But the lifestyle that you're accustomed to is, is going to drop dramatically, you know what I mean, as soon as you have that first kid, or even a dog for some people. And now you're like, I'm reading these things, it's like, Target is hiring less people um for the holiday season to give more hours to their available workers you're just going to overwork your understaffed crew and they're going to pay them two dollars extra an hour on saturdays and sundays until christmas wow. good for fucking them 
Those guys are making $6 an hour to get yelled at by a woman who refuses to wear a mask. Unless you're in Florida, because the pandemic here was only like three fucking months. So it's like, you know, I haven't had to wear a mask since last Halloween, I guess, honestly. And I'm not going to wear another... You know what? Oh, you know what would be a great Halloween costume? If, like, someone that was, like, a redneck or something... No, well, stop. I'm going to stop myself right there. If someone who was, like, an anti-vaxxer, like, QAnon freak just, like, wore a mask for Halloween, we should get that trending on... Now that Facebook and Instagram are back up, we should just be like, we're pranking the liberal media today, and we're all wearing... We're wearing masks. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just all that all that patriotism. <coughs> honey, honey, I can't breathe. Honey. Oh, oh my god. And then they just die of COVID. They just die of COVID before they even get to to wear a mask for a joke. Wouldn't that be a fun fucking thing to do for Halloween? That'd be great. Yeah, this has been a good episode today, guys. We've covered so much, and I'm sure we'll cover more in the future. If you have not liked and rate the show, you can't like the show anywhere because I don't have it on YouTube. Or you could like it on Spotify, or you could rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts. Maybe write me a little review if you care about me, or else I'm just going to go on Facebook all day and get another eating disorder. Please, for the love of God. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening at in between gods on Instagram at Andy Liston on Twitter and Instagram. Ian, do you have anything to say to the folks? No, I don't. Great podcast though. Beautiful. Thank you guys so much. Smooches.